Inherently Happy, episode 285, Happy Self-Control. We begin, as always, with the Happy Creed. We believe in happy, in balance and growth, of being mindful and grateful, compassionate and understanding. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. When I get mad, I see red, like they say. I suspect it's the blood pumping in my eyes. It makes me want to charge and bust up the place. But I don't, because I caught wise. Self-control is a superpower and needs to be cultivated early and often. Every action and interaction is a chance to practice, to recognize triggers, and to gradually approach them without fear of hugging the cactus. You know what makes me mad? Or rather, what influences my decision to get mad, since the power is always within me and every one of us? We just may not be practiced at recognizing the moment it begins. What makes me mad is when someone who doesn't like me pretends that they do like me. I would much rather they be honest in their disdain than try to cover it up with fake friendliness. The bullies I had as kids were very open about their hatred of me, and so I always knew what to expect. But these underhanded, two-faced liars are just downright mean. And when they get mean... It makes other people think it's okay to get mean. And then I want to get mean too. And I really hate that when I get mean. Because then you're messing with the me I want to be. The happy me. And then the callous parts start to spread. And I have to work to throw them off again and uncover the happy under it all. I don't like meanness in others so you can bet I really don't like it in myself. I want to be nice. It's nice to be nice. And nice people like it. It's those mean old mean people who can't stand niceness. And they take it out on all us nice people. Just trying to be nice. And yet I still want to be nice. To be understanding and compassionate. Because I know what it's like to have everyone be mean to you. Not a friend in the world. And no one should have to go through life like that. And yet some of those I've tried to be nice to remained cruel and stingy through it all. And only when they started to mock me did I finally recognize them for the mean old bullies they were. And so in order for me to stay nice, I may have to leave them to their own pain after all. I tried to be nice, and they didn't seem to like it, so I will not force it upon them. And were it to were I continue were and were I to continue to stay, it would start to coax the callus out in me. And callus likes to hurt others and itself. Each of us have a happy imagination. All but forgotten, perhaps, but still there. As well as a callous notion or two 
From those times, we really hurt and vowed to never let it happen again. And so when it threatens to return, we can get reckless and then everybody gets hurt. Balance and growth brings happy, while callous is made of fear and pain. We all have the tendency to feel how those around us feel. The emotional environment can sway our own moods. The way a cold-blooded creature is as warm as its surroundings. A cold-mooded person picks their mood up from the cues of others. While a warm-mooded person can regulate their own moods, much like a warm-blooded person can regulate their own temperature. So I myself try to stay away from people who are mean to me and only associate with those who are nice to me. But I still practice my self-control. I still remain mindful that I could feel the urge to get upset at any moment when meanness occurs, when someone gets mad or rude or loud. Some meanness is to be expected in the world. Life can be rough and meanness becomes a strategy. But as we are happy inherently, down to the core from long before, nice is still possible, if not preferred. To help rather than harm is always my aim. As meanness begets meanness and more of the same. Niceness is harder to rally and to tally. It can be a general level of trust and respect, or it can be a specific kindness or a favor. How do you go out and be nice? How do you go out and be mean? Well, that's easy. Kick things over, shout insults, be rude, demanding, and a general nuisance. Being nice is letting someone else go first even though nobody saw you do it. But you do it to spread more niceness in the world so that you can live in a world that has just a little more niceness in it than it did before you showed up. And you can enjoy the process too. It's okay to like being nice. It's still nice. Letting someone know you appreciate them by giving them a hand when they need it. Is it silly to believe in the power of niceness? I've been nice to people who were mean, and some of them continued to be mean. While others, I could tell, appreciated the niceness, and it confused them, because it's not that common for mean people to encounter that in the wild. And some of them even came around and stopped being mean to me, at least when no one was looking. There is no greater triumph than turning a bully into a friend, infecting them with your niceness until they start asking you your opinion and actually listening to your advice. And contrarywise, there is no greater loss than when a friend chooses to be mean. The inherently happy way is a demanding one because it challenges you to see your true self. Only you can see it. But you're not the only one it hurts when you ignore it. My true self is someone who wants to be nice. 
but is always two steps shy of wanting to be mean. Mean to all those mean people doing mean things out there. Like I'm the mean police or something, when really I'd only be a mean vigilante. Contributing to the overall increase in meanness that I'm trying to avoid. Ha ha! Yowza.